Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to a journey of empowerment and amplified voices. This is the Creative Visionaries Podcast, your guide to unlocking the full potential of podcasting and beyond. Our vision is bold to empower and amplify voices through creative marketing solutions, expert podcast coaching, and a vibrant, inclusive community. We're your partners in this exciting adventure. Our journey is all about connection, expertise, and realizing your untapped potential. Let us be your guide on this journey as we create an environment that nurtures growth, fosters relationships, and empowers individuals like you to excel in podcasting. Are you ready to take your podcast journey to the next level? Together, let's shape the future of podcasting. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us on the Creative Visionaries Podcast. Today, I'm super excited to introduce you to our guest, Justin Shank. Justin is an Inc. Magazine top-rated podcaster for Growth Now Movement Podcast, a speaker, an entrepreneur, and the founder of Podbrand. Justin, welcome on the show. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, creative visionary. Um, to, I don't know about that, but we'll we'll see as we navigate this conversation. <laughs> if I can, at the end of it, go, yeah, I am a creative visionary. I would say so for sure. <laughs> so introduce yourself a little bit. So for those people who don't know the uh, well-established podcaster that you are, can you give us a little synopsis of of how you got to where you are today? Yeah, um, I'll try and make it as short as possible because it's <laughs> it, it's obviously been quite the journey, right? So I started podcasting seven years ago. Um, and to kind of put that in context for people listening who are now pod, avid podcast listeners, if I told people I had a podcast seven years ago, People will go, what's a podcast? Yeah. Uh, and now you say it and they roll their eyes and they go, oh God, you have one too, right? Like every everybody's got a podcast. Um, yeah. And for me, at least in the last seven years, it's really been a journey of doing things the wrong way, learning from it, shifting, um, seeing seeing how I can serve my audience on a deeper level and, and all those things. And honestly, if I were to rewind even further, I always just really had a dream of being an entrepreneur. Um, I remember being introduced to the idea of entrepreneurship when I was 19. I got into direct sales, you know, creating your own schedule, making your own money, uh, being your own boss at the end of the day. And that was my like, ah, this is the kind of life that I need for myself, right? And, and really growing up, I didn't have the ideal life growing up. My mom battled opioids for 20 years. My dad was in jail at a 1.7 GPA in high school. And so I didn't really have a path, right? Like I wasn't going to college with a 1.7 GPA. I got, you know, went to community college for a couple of semesters and dropped out. But um, I always put that asterisk because I, I said I didn't go to college once and I got this really rude email from somebody saying, I looked up your LinkedIn and it said you went to college. Um, <laughs> so I was, you know, I did go for three semesters uh, and dropped out, but I, I got this introduction into entrepreneurship and really tried multiple times to launch a business failed miserably three times, um, but was doing well in the corporate world. And I got into medical sales and medical sales management. Um, uh, but at the same time, had that dream of being an entrepreneur. And uh, the idea behind the podcast when I started was, hey, let me interview entrepreneurs, pick their brain and figure out how I can be a better entrepreneur. So it was really kind of like my own lessons, like how can I learn? And what ended up happening was six months before I launched the show, my mom lost her battle to opioids. 
And that completely rocked my world. Uh, she was a, an incredible mom who was supportive and every big crazy dream I had, she was my biggest cheerleader. And it really shifted my world and my conversations organically became about overcoming adversities, mm-hmm. finding self-love, uh, creating happiness in your life and all those things. And, and that was really the catalyst that really, I feel like for my growth, because um, yeah. I was able to be 100% authentic myself instead of trying to be something I wasn't yet. Right. And, and as I went on, my, my show started to grow organically. Then Inc. Magazine listed me as a top eight podcast. Every entrepreneur should follow. Um, and all these crazy things started to happen. I've launched multiple businesses in the podcast space, but also in the self-development and entrepreneur space as well, between mm-hmm. masterminds and live events and speaking all over the country. Uh, and I feel really blessed. And what I realized is podcasting is a vehicle. Podcasting is a vehicle to, uh, to market your company, to build a brand, to build a platform, to speak your truth, whatever. Um, and so the $60 microphone I bought seven years ago was the the greatest gift I was able to give myself. <laughs> well, and, and it's amazing because like you said, it's um, podcasting is just a method. It's a vessel. It's, it's just a means of getting the communication, the brand, um, your voice out there. And there's so much that goes into it, right? As podcast hosts and as guests, you know, um, crafting your story and, you know, finding the right guests if you're a host and um, looking for those opportunities. So I'm sure along the way you've learned, you know, which ways are are the best ways to go, right? Like you probably have done some interviews and you're like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good, you know, topic to cover or whatever it might be. So, you know, talk a little bit about the the journey of kind of discovering to get into a niche and really kind of fine tune your podcasting space where you are now. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously when you're talking niching down now, uh, it's, it's a fascinating topic because you really need to niche, niche down, niche down, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, you really have to niche down now in order to make an impact because there is so many podcasts. Now, when I started seven years ago, um, there were so few that I'm lucky enough that my show can be really broad. Uh, I mean, I've interviewed comedians and celebrities and reality stars and billionaires and podcasters and all these things. Um, but the one thing that I realized is like, I, I always would go back and go, did I niche down? It, mm-hmm. Like, why are p- people still paying attention seven years later? Uh, and the reality is I did niche down. I niche down on a topic and who I'm speaking to, right? So my niche down is I'm talking about consistent growth in your life, personally and professionally. Um, and I'm speaking to 25 to 30 to 45 year olds at this point as I get older. So 25 to 45 year olds who are looking to build their dream life, mm-hmm. Um and although that's really a broad topic, when you really break down what you should be doing now, um, I found that my conversations are niche down no matter who I'm speaking to. And, and that was really the key. So e- whether it was a comedian or it was a public speaker that I was interviewing, it was always talking about their growth and their journey and how they're able to scale and grow whatever it is they're trying to do, right? So my the, like the episode that I launched today uh, is a guy who's viral on social over a million followers who talks about mental health. Um, but that's a consistent growth topic, right? Like how do you constantly make sure that your mental health is at the top of its game? Um, and so that's really how I niche down, but it's so insanely important because you have to understand who you're speaking to, right? Right. When we talk about, Hey, I want to launch a podcast. Great. I always go, well, who are you talking to? And they're like, Oh, well, female entrepreneurs. Great. Not small enough. Right. (laughs) And so what I say to people is like, really, you should write an avatar, of an individual you're speaking to directly. uh, And every time you're speaking, have them in mind. Those questions should be for that person in that place at that very time. Um, So they not only listen and continue to come back every single week, but then they tell their friends who are exact in the exact same place that they are. Uh, And that's such a great way to grow. Like 
look, if you, you can have a niche talking about slinkies uh, <laughs> and there's enough people in the world that you could have a million people listen to that show. Yeah. Um, so just understand you have to understand who you're speaking to. Right. And, and hopefully that answered your question. Um, yeah. But it's but it's so key in, in your growth and your messaging of understanding who am I talking to with every single question I ask. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because you talk about uh, knowing your avatar, building that avatar and it's in podcasting and it's very similar to business. Right. So when you're building a business, you need to know who your target audience is. You need to know what their pain points are, what they enjoy, where they where they shop, you know, all these different things. And nothing is different when it comes to podcasting. It's the same approach. And so I think people, if they're new to the podcasting space, may not realize that, but it's the same approach. You got to understand who your audience is. And like you said, get real specific on who you're talking to. And so I want to ask you, because you've had some, some really big name people on your podcast. One, uh, Ed Milet is somebody that I listen to, and he is huge, huge, huge in the space. And so I'm wondering, do you think it's because of the specific niche and the conversation around growth that allotted you the opportunity to speak to some of these big name people that you've had on your podcast? This is, a, this is a really good question. And, and I get it a lot. Like a lot of people are always like, how do you get, keep getting these big names on your show? And, and a lot of it now is the growth that I've had and yeah. the fact that my show does really, really well. But I was getting big name guests on my show when I was doing 30 downloads. I think like in the first 20 episodes, I had a Super Bowl champion with a massive following on social media. Right. And so um, for me, what I end up doing is I take myself and I actually take them out of the equation. So why am I asking them to come on the show? And I'm asking them to come on the show to inspire my audience in some way, shape, or form. And I found when you reach out to high-profile individuals, people who've built massive wealth or or success in their life, like I don't don't necessarily define success as wealth, um, what they want to do is they want to give back, Mm. right? And so what's the best way to do that? They can share their story. They can inspire. They can help people, you know, grow by having them learn from them. And so when I reach out to these individuals, very usually 90% of the time it's through Instagram. Um, and I'll send them a message and I'll say, Hey, you know, wanted to reach out because I have a podcast that, you know, this, this guest on, or this guest on, uh, and I'm reaching out because I'd love to add you to it. Um, and then I, I say one line that I really feel is like the line that gets to the heart of why I'm reaching out. And all I say is I would love it if you would take a couple minutes out of your day to help inspire my audience. Um, and, and look, here's the thing, right? Like some of the people that that I have on my show, they go on the biggest publications, the biggest podcasts, um, the, you know, the, the biggest television shows to promote their book, to promote whatever they're promoting. And so my podcast is doing 10,000 downloads. That's such a small piece compared to, you know, getting on Rogan or whatever, right. Who's doing 60 million reach. And so when I'm able to say, Hey, this isn't about you selling a book. This isn't about me trying to build my portfolio. It's about inspiring. They go, I'm in. Uh, and I think they see the the genuine nature behind my ask. Uh, here's the thing. You know, Ed Milet comes up a lot because a lot of people follow him and listen to him. And he's such a genuinely good human being. And I have the honor of getting to chat with him every once in a while. And he's just a really good guy. Um, but the reality is, like, when I first spoke with him, so I, I, I think I got introduced to him, actually, is how I got him, like, through email. And we emailed back and forth. I got him on the show. And I was waiting on Zoom for him to pop on to record it. And he didn't come on. And oh, I was no. like, great, I'm getting ghosted, right? <laughs> and so I sent him an email and I was like, hey, I just wanted to follow up. We're supposed to be on Zoom. And he's like, hey, uh, my internet's not working. Can you call me? And so I called him on the phone and we were chatting. And, and by the time we were done chatting, it was too late. because He's like, I got to go on to the next thing. And we ended up rescheduling. 
But I ended the conversation how I end every conversation. And I just said, hey, let me know how I can support you. Yeah. And there was dead silence on the other end of the phone. And I was, I was like, did he hang up? Like, what's going on? And he goes, hey, sorry. He's like, nobody ever asks me that. He's like, you know, I've, gotcha. I, myself and so many of my friends, and he mentioned Grant Cardone and some other people. He's like, we kind of live in a world where people ask us for things instead of saying, how, how can you support me? And he goes, so I don't even have an answer for you. And I came up with some things that might be able to help him. And he's like, awesome. Uh, made some introductions, whatever. Uh, and and I think because I'm genuine when I ask that and, not ex- and I don't expect anything in return, um, that's the game changer for me, right? Like, because I'm genuine. Most people do it because they want something. Right. Um, and so you have to take that out of the equation as you're building these relationships, asking these people to be on the show. You have to take yourself out of the equation and you have to do it genuinely because people will smell BS uh, through a text, through a message, whatever. They'll smell it and they'll pass real quick. <laughs> so be genuine. Absolutely. I think that's the key right there is that when you're authentic and you're genuine in your conversation and your approach, you're going to go so much further than anyone who comes with the opposite of that approach. Um, And like you said, even these top name people, they're going to they're going to smell you out. They're going to sniff it out and they're going to understand and really feel the authenticity that you come come from uh, when you have these conversations. So. I like to lead with that as well. And, and I appreciate hearing that from you, uh, you know, as a avid podcaster. So I love that. Um, so I want to talk about the process of, you know, how you got to where you are now. And obviously as a podcast host, um, the content that you put out is so important, right? So the conversations are hugely important, who you're interviewing and all of that, but unless you publish that content or you put it out there for others to hear or see, or see um, it doesn't really make an impact. So what has been your approach to help your podcast be successful by, you know, some sort of method that you've come up with of, you know, publishing social media content, uh, blogs, whatever that might be, what have you find, what have you found is, has been successful for you to get to this growth? Yeah, so um, a couple things, right? Imperfect action is better than no action. Uh, there's, I mean, and you, I know that you talk to so many podcasters, Tori, who are like, I want to, I want to start a podcast. I've been thinking about it for years. Like, I just need to start. Uh, well, if you started the four years ago when you started thinking about it, you'd be <laughs> so much further along now than you are now because you're nowhere now, right? So it's just really about starting and then being super consistent. So I always say I show up every single Tuesday for the last seven years. I've, I've taken some breaks. Like I took off all of last December because I needed a mental break. Um, that's a whole nother story that we can get into if you want. But, um, you know, I show up every single Tuesday at 3 a.m. Eastern time, my episode releases. And I always say that, like, if I don't show up and 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 somebody's trying to listen to me while they're at the gym that day or, or doing the dishes or driving or whatever, and I'm not there, they're going to go find another show. And chances are that show's better than mine. And so they're going to go find that show and they're not coming back. Right. And so I always said, like, I need to show up a lot of podcasters take a selfish approach and they go, what am I getting out of this? Why am I doing this? Like, you know, there's 30 people listening to my episode. Why do I keep showing up? Well, the reality is they're waiting for you to show up for them so they can show up for you. And then everybody else can show up after that. Um, So consistency is key. Making sure you show up when you say you're going to show up, be true to your word, be grateful for the fact that even one person presses play and listens to you for 45 minutes, right? Podcasting is the only long form medium right now that anybody listens to. The average video view on Facebook is eight seconds long. 
And although they are seeing a slow increase in that, it's still eight seconds long. And so podcasting, when you're talking 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, hell, Rogan goes three hours, right? (laughs) They say that 80% of your audience will listen to 80% or more of every single episode. And so pour into them, show up, right? Uh, that's that's the first step. Make sure you're consistent and over a long period of time. Like I always say, like your goal target should be 100 episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then and then you'll start to see growth, right? Because you've shown up for that long. People are like, okay, cool. They've invested time. Now I'm willing to invest time. So that's number one, be consistent. Number two, um, promotion and how you're showing up in your platform building is massive. Massive, massive, massive. What is the content like that you're creating, right? The game of podcasting has changed so much over the last seven years. This is not something I talked about even three years ago. Yeah, I can Um, imagine. But the fact that podcasting, number one, is the greatest tool to create content for your social media. Uh, It's literally done for you. You record once and you can create many, many pieces of content for social media every single week just from that one episode. But it has to look good. It has to feel good. It has to be algorithm friendly. It has to hook an audience to go, okay, cool. This was good. I need more of this, right? Yeah. And so we look at hooks in different ways. One, it could be, what question are you asking, right? What's the copy you're writing with your post? And I always like the question, like say I'm interviewing a divorce expert. I don't know I don't know why I always use this example. I've used <laughs> this example long before I was married. So don't think that that's the case. Um, but you know, say you're interviewing a divorce expert, I would write copies saying, have you thought about getting a divorce? Are you trying to avoid a divorce? Are you healing from a divorce? Whatever the hook may be, write that in the, in the, the caption, right? Use that copy to your, to, for the win, right? So that way they click and listen to the audio. And then that audio should be engaging enough that, or that video should be engaging enough that they're going to want to listen to the full episode. Um, Because really your goal as a podcaster, when you're posting on social media is to get them to stop their death scroll Spend the 30 to 60 seconds to watch that clip, click on your profile, then click the link to podcasting. That's yeah. an, that's a hard task. But if you show up the right way, you hook them immediately. They say anywhere, like the first couple of seconds, you should be able to hook them in the video. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to stick around and watch the whole thing. And then from there, hopefully they find their way to your show, click subscribe, and then they're on that journey with you. And then you can do what you want with that, whether it's lead magnets or events or whatever. Um, I've, I feel like I've done it all. Um, as far as like, you know, I have this podcast audience, what can I offer them? I've tried all of it, at least not all of it was successful. Yeah. Um, but, but it's really, it really starts with building a strong platform, showing up the right way and really playing on that level of these big, huge podcasts that are out there now, even if you're recording on zoom versus a live in studio, whatever, yeah. um, that platform building needs to be on point. So that way people take you seriously. So talk about... Are you a podcaster wanting to take your show to the next level? Do you want a dedicated marketing team so you can focus on creating great episodes? Look no further than the done for you podcast marketing service from remarker.fm. Stop trying to market your own podcast alone and let remarkers marketing experts handle it for you. Remarker will transcribe your episodes, write detailed show notes, curate shareable quotes and clips, promote your episode across social media, and run paid ads, all tailored specifically to your show and your audience. You'll get a full podcast marketing team for a fraction of the cost of hiring in-house. Leave the marketing to Remarker so you can focus entirely on podcasting. With Remarker's premium done-for-you service, you'll get unparalleled podcast promotion to help you gain listeners, engagement, and reviews. Go to Remarker.fm to learn more and get 10% off with a promo code CreativeVisionary. Invest in your podcast growth. Let Remarker take you to the next level.
so you mentioned social media and the clips and kind of these captions to get them to the long form content. So I know with the big shift now, a lot of people are, are shifting over to YouTube to watch and listen to their podcasts. So from a social media um, content strategy, do you direct your audience to an audio platform or do you direct them to YouTube now? So I do both in my Instagram stories. Like whenever I have an episode drop, I'll, I'll post an image and click over to right now. I mean, Apple Podcasts is still 60% of the podcast listeners. So I'll link there. And then later in the week, I'll link to Spotify. Um, but I'll also do a YouTube link. And yeah. so here's what here's what I will say about, you know, saying people are transitioning over to YouTube to watch there and all these things. People who watch a podcast and people who listen to a podcast are two separate audiences. Yeah. They're different people. Yeah. Um, so like I used to, I used to teach like the five ways to grow your podcast audience. Like a lot of it's antiquated now. Cause this was years ago. Yeah. But the one piece that's not is like people who listen to audio don't usually sit down and watch a screen. They're not going to watch a video, right? They're, they're usually people that are avid readers. Um, they're a little bit more well-educated. There's some statistics on the fact that, you know, podcast listeners, like a, a large percentage of them are college graduates and all these things. I'm not a college graduate. I watch on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but like my, my audio platform is much larger than my YouTube platform yeah. um, because that's where I drove it for so long and I continue to. Um, but I, and I always say I have a face for, for podcasting, right? Like, so that that's kind of the play. Um, for those listening well, on audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those listening on audio, I have a face for podcasting. Go check it out on YouTube. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, it's, it's really about like, where I would feed them everywhere because they're different people. You're not going to confuse the audio listener by saying, Hey, go watch on YouTube. Cause they're gonna go, I'm not going to watch on YouTube. And you're not going to get somebody who wants to watch on YouTube to click on the audio. Cause they're not going to listen to it on audio. Like if I like I've self-diagnosed ADD, like most of the world now. And like, I can't sit and listen to a podcast. Like I will be like, I'll, I just didn't listen for the last 20 minutes. I have to rewind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I need the video to engage me. So you have to understand who you're speaking to, yeah. but what the video clips do and the social media content do is like the people who listen to podcasts, they'll watch videos on, on Instagram or YouTube reels or whatever, cause it's short and easy. Yeah. Um, but it's that hook to get them in, to go play to the next factor of like, okay, well, I want more from this guy. Cause I, I like it or this girl. Yeah. Um, and, and then hopefully that'll transition over. But again, it takes time. Like it's not an overnight process. Right. Growing a podcast really, really takes time. I was terrible when I started. Um, and I put in the work of 470, I think 479 was released today. Wow. Uh, so it's a lot of shows and yeah. it's just really about putting in the work and, and showing up and over time it pays dividends. Yeah. And I think that's what, what people don't understand who are new in the podcasting space is that it's not overnight, right? Like you, you hear, you know, people like yourself, you know, oh, I'm in the top eight or I'm a top 1% or whatever that might be. And uh, they're like, oh gosh, I should be there by now. Right. And what they don't know is that you started seven years ago, that you have over 400 episodes that you've, you know, uh, succeeded and you failed on certain episodes and you've done it right and you've done it wrong. And so you've just kind of learned through the process. But what you have done is you've been consistent. Like you said, you've been consistent, you've niched down and you've been really hyper focused on the content that you're putting out. So I love that you mentioned that because I think people really need to hear that and need to be aware that, you know, you have to put in the work. <laughs> yeah. And so one thing I want to say, we're talking a lot about like, Hey, you're going to start off slow. So I want to talk about podcast statistics, yeah. the reality of podcast uh, and why that shouldn't dissuade you from starting a show. Yeah. Great. So point. 80% of 80% of shows do less than a hundred downloads an episode. Think about that. Like, 
less than 100 people listening every single week, right? 80% of the podcasts out there, that's what they're doing. And so like when people, like I'm, I'm in the top half percentage of podcasts, like as far as numbers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, if the bottom 80% are doing less than 100 downloads, like that's a big gap from from that 20% up to the the top show, which is Rogan at this point. Um, but with that being said, if you were a public speaker and you had 80 to 100 people in a room every single week, would you show up? The answer is yes, right? We get jaded by social media numbers. Some of the times social media numbers being fake uh, and bought and followers being bought and all these things like, oh, well, I don't have a million followers, so I'm not going to do it. Or that reel didn't get 30,000 views, so I'm not going to release it. Um, the reason social media content is so important, because when you talk about podcasting, you're building a brand, you're building a platform for yourself to do whatever you want to do, whether that's selling a widget or speaking on a stage or, or writing a book, like you're building a brand and a platform, right? And so if I have a platform that my social media content that I'm pulling from my podcast is hitting, and those reels are doing 6,000, 3,000, 12,000, 13,000, 20,000, 40,000 views, whatever, like Think about how many eyes were just on your brand. Yeah. And then they say somebody needs to see you seven times before they take action. This is sales in general, right? Like marketing right. and sales in general. So keep showing up like that. Those clips are so important in order to reach so many people. Um, and honestly, at the end of the day, like if you're hitting on social, people are going to see you. They're going to understand you. They're going to see what you're all about if you're doing it right. Uh, and then you can, you're able to grow from there. And, and that's really the key when it comes to podcasting. It's used, again, I said this earlier, it's used as a tool to create the next thing. Um, right. Very rarely are you going to have a person release a show now and they're going to get a million downloads and they're going to be able to get a hundred thousand dollars in, in sponsorship and whatever, like very, very rarely, like celebrities don't even do that. Yeah. Um, and so you have to understand the market and understand how you're going to utilize that show in order to grow whatever you're growing. Yeah. Well, and that leads into the next thing I wanted you to talk about, which is your new company pod brand, because that is exactly the focus is the content, right? And how you support podcasters with creating content for social and caption videos. So tell us about Podbrand. Yeah. So, you know, Podbrand is a company that I started where we help podcasters create social media content that is algorithm, algorithm friendly so they can start to grow their platform. Yeah. Um, the reason I started it, I think this is the most important part. The reason I started it is because of that number, 80% are doing less than 100 downloads. Yeah. But I believe anybody has an important message that needs to be heard and how dare it not be heard, right? And so how can I help these individuals be seen, uh, be understood, get their message out there? Um, and Podbrand is a great way to do it. We've made it super affordable for podcasters because we understand that you're just nine times out of 10, you're just starting out or you haven't monetized yet or whatever the case may be. Uh, and I, I just wanted to help people because I, I feel blessed to have been able to build a platform that I did that I can do masterminds and live events and I get speaking opportunities and all these great things. Well, how can I help other people do that? And and that's where Podbrand came around. And, and we, what, essentially what we do is we work with podcasters. They send us their video. My team then finds algorithm-friendly clips. They brand it. They make it look good. They do all the B-rolls and the pop-ups and all the fun things that you want on your clips for engagement. We'll cut it at certain times to make sense so people stay on the clip. Um, do we do all those things uh, and we make it as passive as possible for the podcaster. So we don't add any extra work for them. Uh, and then they have great content for the social media for the next week, two weeks, three weeks, what, however long they want to promote it for. Uh, and, and that's what we do. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun to be able to see the the growth that we've made for people. Um, one of our, our biggest wins is a podcast um, called Mal um, Maverick Activation Initiative. 
Um, and it's a, it's a spiritual based podcast and a guy hosts it. And we started to create these clips for him and he went from zero to over 8,000 followers on TikTok within two months. Um, his clips are getting upwards of 60,000, 70,000 views almost on the regular. Wow. Um, and it's really making a huge difference for the community that, that he wants to build, which is really pushing people's consciousness forward. Um, and so it's really cool to go, okay, hey, we get to make an impact in people's lives just by creating these clips. And, and you know, his podcast is not in the top 1%, but his clips are creating a business and a platform for him where he's becoming a voice in this space. Right. Uh, and we've done it in a matter of months. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love when businesses like that have a purpose to help people and to serve people in greater ways so that they can make an impact as well. And so I just, oh, I love it. (laughs) So let's wrap this up. I want you to leave us with one final piece of advice for our podcasters out there, whether they're new in podcasting, whether they're still grinding or whether they're successful, what's one piece of advice you would give our podcasters out there? By the way, I'm, I'm literally paused because about 19 things have flown into my brain (laughs) and I go, what's the, what's the most important thing as a podcaster, what you need to be doing? Um, and the reality is you need to be authentic. And I alluded to this earlier. Um, I have so many people come to me and go, oh my God, I want to start a podcast and I want to be like Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan's already taken. Yeah. Like Tori Barker's already taken. Justin Shank's already taken. Like you need to be you. And when you find out how to be authentically you after you hit the record button, how you show up in your interviews, are you having fun? If that's your personality, some people are really boring, but if your personality is fun, are you showing up as that individual versus trying to be some somebody you're not? And when you're authentic, people feel that. Um, and authenticity breeds movements uh, and it and it grows shows and it grows businesses and it, and it grows platforms. And so I would say be authentic at however you show up, whether it's on social, whether it's through podcasting, just be authentic in every single piece that you create. And something is going to hit at some point um, through that consistency that we talked about. Uh, And I promise you the hard work, the hard work will all pay off in in time. Yeah. Great advice, Justin. I think that's, that's uh, something we all need to hear. We need, you need to be aware of, and we need to to practice, practice what we preach, right? (laughs) That's it. That's it. So where can people get in touch with you? What's your, the best platform for, for them to connect with you? Yeah. Instagram is my favorite. I, I spend the most time on that one. So it's at Justin T. Shank. You can see how to spell my last name in the show notes because good luck. Um, so it's there. So it's at Justin T. Shank. If they're interested in learning more about Podbrand, they can go to podbrand.io. Um, but more importantly, wherever they're listening to this show, they can go search Growth Now Movement or just type Growth Now. Uh, my show will come up. Click that subscribe button and come on, the, and come on this journey with me. Like I don't ever want to act like I'm better than or whatever. I'm just a few steps ahead and I'm on a journey just like everybody else. Um, so come on the journey with me and have some fun and, and uh, hopefully it resonates with people. I love it. So definitely go out there, connect with Justin, check him out, subscribe to his podcast and um, just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Grind and be authentic. So make it a great day. Thanks, Tori. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.